0: Welcome back to Rude Dude!
1: the rude dude podcast i am your host with the most henry henny lokes the lobster with my partner cam Ran. i'm already committed man
0: davis <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? The Cree? Well, dude, I, I there's like there's like a song going through my head right now, bro, and, it, and it, it's just it's just it's just Reunited, going in. Right, yeah, dude. It, and it feels so, so good. good. Dude, shut uh, up. No dude, shit. I have
1: it queued on my phone. I didn't know if it would work bro. or if we could legally get <laughs> Michael to put it in. But,
0: <laughs> dude, I think it's a trip that we actually like just fucking sang that same exact song without even talking about it beforehand.
1: As soon as you said, I, dude, I," already had this on deck, and then when you said that, I was like, "It's gotta be." Oh, dude, it's it's gotta I be. I was
0: thinking about it all day, dude. So I'm glad that we both were on the same fucking wavelengths. Um,
1: dude, I was looking at the lyrics just now so I could sing it, and everybody's gonna be like, "They're full of shit." They talked about it. We did not.
0: We don't call me a liar. No, dude, we didn't talk about that. I swear, I I put it on everything. Um, that 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 was just how connected we are. Um, because two weeks, I was swallowing swords, and then you were licking park benches. <laughs> yeah, dude, it feels like a fucking eternity, right? Like it really does. Forever. It. Like I was sitting here, I was sitting here getting set up and shit, and like I, I still had the uh, episode um, of me and Michael up in my program, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that felt like a month ago."
1: Um, right. Yeah. I know, I was just thinking, like, shout-out Michael and Charlie for filling in. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, God, the the Michael one was the one before that? Because that was, like,
0: forever ago. Yeah, dude, it just feels, like, super long, man. But, yeah, shout-out both of those guys for filling in. Um, um, Shout-out, we already stroked Michael a bunch for him coming on. So, Charlie, I want to say thanks for coming on and being vulnerable, man. Um, A lot of good little nuggets in there, dude. Um, You did a great job. Um and we appreciate you, man, and 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 that was awesome. It was awesome, dude. Um, there was there was like one thing about that uh about that episode that I really liked, dude. Was how he you know he stole it from his dad, where his dad would just say like, "Isn't that cool?" Right, um, d- dude. dude, dude, it made it got me thinking. Uh, my dad literally no matter what could be happening like my like the the headless horseman could come around chop my fucking head off and i'd be like be like dad this guy just chopped my head off hitting his go-to for everything is you'll be all right every single time dude. <laughs> you, you, you'll, be, you'll all be all right, right dude. be like dad dad the house is on fire i'm dying i mean i mean the world's coming to an end you'll be all right every single fucking time dude every time so dude that that got me thinking i was laughing about that earlier dude
1: Well, here's what's funny. And, you know, this happened on my episode with your story. Um, It it happened, um, well, particularly that one. But, like, I know Charlie, right? I work with him every day. I hang out with him. And he says that shit all the time. And as our listeners and you learned that, I was also learning that. Because I've heard him say it a thousand times, but I never knew where it came from. And like I talked about, I thought he was just kind of being like snarky or like, you know what I mean? And so to hear that and to learn that, I was like, oh, that like seemingly benign, annoying, pointless, whatever you want to call it, not not to like shit on it. But you know, my when I didn't know the background, I was like, oh, it's just some random bullshit he says, you know? Yeah, dude. And then when he said that, I was like, oh, dude, that makes so much sense. And that and uh, what was isn't that cool? And I'll do it, yeah. That was the I'll other one it. where he was like, The reason I do that is I'm talking myself up and this, that, and and what was cool about that is I was like, Oh, yeah, well, that is that's how his attitude is, like generally, so that makes sense now, too. Um, so if you haven't listened to the episode with Charlie, go check it out. If you haven't listened to the episode with Michael, go check that out, straight up. Um, they both suffered some pretty intense loss, and they both talk about it, which was really cool. So thanks again to Michael as well for being vulnerable with us. Um, that's super
0: rad, man. Yeah, dude. I think it's I think it's super cool because you know people can just be roaming about your day, and 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 like I said, I can get in my fucking feelings pretty easy, um, and and think that you know the world, the, you know everything's fucking you know coming down on me, but like you know when you hear people like michael talk about you know losing his father super young i saw that happen um you hear about charlie i mean charlie's story i mean i mean fuck dude his entire family his entire family at the same at the same time, time and he had to bury them all i mean i mean i mean dude like i can't like, i couldn't even imagine man no dude like like that goes back to the same thing i said i think in like our triggering fucking events episode about like my grandpa like sometimes i got to look around and go like dude what am i even fucking upset about you know what i mean um but yeah dude very good episode um it was really cool um and thanks again charlie um we appreciate you bro
1: yes sir well how are you my man how's your last two weeks been what's been going on with you
0: well dude we got a, uh, you know sick again in this house um so those park benches are is, not sanitary dude i'll tell you what dude so we all got sick in the house and then, even the newborn, so so he's sick, he's still kind of fighting it, um, I'm feeling better, um, but it eventually turned into, dude, it was the funniest shit ever, right? Um, I, I got pink eye last week, bro, like, I, I, I <laughs> dude, like, and, and I was like, dude, what in the flying fuck is going on, bro? Like, I woke up, and my eye, like, felt like someone dropped a load on it, dude, it was just, like, glued shut, I was like, I was like, bro, dude, what is happening, so I fucking go inside, dude. And and I go and I look in the mirror and my eye is completely red, itchy, glued shut with jizz, dude. I mean it's just it That's doo doo, baby. Hey dude. Hey dude. I, I got a little some some facts for you, all right. It can also come <laughs> from random cold <laughs> viruses as well, all right? It's a symptom, so. Um, it came all up in your uh, eye. Yeah, dude. It actually, it, dude, my theory is. What'd you,
1: what'd you do to your wife that she farted on uh, your pillow, fuck,
0: bro? dude. It was Rudy, bro. It was my, it was my black lab, dude. I, he comes up and he'll hit me with, like, sniper licks like, in my eye and on my face and shit. and, and it was definitely After he was just munching a
1: delicious turd it, in the backyard. Exactly,
0: dude. That's exactly how it <laughs> happened. But I'll tell myself that it was fucking, it, it was a cold virus. But aside from that, dude, I'm doing good. How are you doing, bro?
1: Well, I am also doing good. Um just been working and recently recommitted myself to the gym. I never, you know, completely fell off, but... I, uh, slowed down a little bit, didn't have time, whatever. So I've been making time again. And also you'll be happy to hear that I went to two meetings this week, which we is, go. I cannot honestly, and it's sad and it's not good, but I cannot remember probably the last time that I went to two meetings in one week.
0: Uh, I honestly couldn't tell. Uh, or not,
1: not remember, but it's definitely been like a couple months, um, at least. So, so, uh, I'm enjoying that. I'm getting back into that. I'm, I'm
0: trying to do, uh, do some more for my recovery. Well, good, dude. Good, man. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the last time I doubled up um, uh, a meeting in a week, right? I, I usually will have, like, you know, just one a week or something like that. Um, and, and, dude, it, it must be something, you know, in the air or something. Because, I, dude, I, I haven't been able to get motivated to get into the gym either. Like, I wake up and I tell myself it's going to happen, and I'm just not making it happen. You know what I mean? And and I think it's just like I'm just so fucking tired and I'm just making excuses and I'm not gonna ramble on that, but but I can sympathize there, bro. But
1: wait a way to hit a couple of meetings. Something dude. comes up or you've had a long day or Yeah, dude. You know.
0: Kids and shit. And yeah, it just it it's yeah. fucking hard, bro.
1: That's why like I on the times that I can and I for sure can and there's not really any reason why I shouldn't, I'm like, you have to go because if you put it off to that other day, you're going to do it, then something comes up on that other day, you know? So like if I'm capable, then I just have to do it. Um, and like I was thinking about this and us talking about this and, um, I just wanted to reiterate, like the gym is so much more than like, Oh, I physically want to look good or I want big muscles. Um, A lot of people, Joe Rogan talks about it. A lot of people talk about it, but it's like, it's so good for your mental health. I don't know all the fucking science behind it. I know it releases endorphins, which make you feel good and all that jazz, but there's just some like mental component to it. Um, and the feeling of it and everything like scientifically, whatever it does, I don't know all the shit, but it just makes you feel good. Um... And the reason that I stress that is I don't want it to sound like, you know, we're some gym bros and we think that's all important. But for me, and I think for anyone, like you don't necessarily have to go to the gym, but like exercise, be active, walk the dog, like whatever you can do, it's so good for your body and mind. And we talk about like self-care and doing things for ourselves, And that's part of my routine, my recovery, my self-care, like all those things. And you know, the other one, the stress relief, man, I was pissed the other day and I went to the gym and just had the best workout of my life and, and felt great afterwards.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, that's, that's why I kind of brought it up too, dude, is because, um, I can feel the difference, right? Like when I'm, when I'm actively, um, working out Mm -hmm. on like a five day basis, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm staying active. Yeah. Uh, the, the the creepy crawlies that I call like anxiety and depression and shit like that. Those those things don't really seem to bother me as much. You know what I mean? And and yeah. and there's a correlation to it, right? Like like those two things Absolutely. go hand in hand, right? You're sleeping better. You're fucking. You're feeling better. You like like the thirty minutes, forty minutes after that workout, like you know, dude, dude, it's it's euphoric. Um, right. And and that's why we kind of feel like shit when we don't do it, dude, and because we're not meant to be, um. And then I'll wrap this up. we're not meant to be just like these fucking you know stagnant um sed- sed- sedentary you know creatures yeah. bro that's just not who we are. we're supposed to be moving around doing shit and uh and that's why that's why when we sit around and don't do anything we we start getting depressed and we start getting anxious we start creating fucking problems mm-hmm. out of nowhere um but that's another story for another fucking time dude well, my man, what are you proud of this week well dude um <sighs> You know what I haven't really had time to think about this or the last couple it's
1: been you know a while since we've been here together. what are you proud of? It's got to be something
0: Oh well, shit dude um you went to two meetings i I didn't go to two meetings no um oh. you did <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I thought you said you there's some must be something in the air you were talking about the workouts, yeah, I was talking about the workouts um oh, okay.
0: I guess, dude, I am There must be something in the water. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't Damn. I don't got much I don't got much right now, dude. I'm, I've been treading water with the fucking sickness and, and the pink eye and shit. Um But you got through and you're alive. Okay, so yeah, there there we go. I'm proud of myself for for uh, um surviving the pink eye and 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 the cold around here and not and not completely losing my fucking mind um another one
1: The gonna sip of her <laughs> space aids
0: yeah dude another another one of the uh the cameron mental health things right like oh hey cameron didn't go fucking crazy i'm proud of him so I'm proud of myself for that so yeah dude yeah um that's it for me how about you dude
1: well my man i would have to say i would be proud if i could get this calendar notice to go away Um, which is podcast with Cree. (laughs) Um, I am proud for what we are about to do right now. I'm proud that we are doing this episode and I'll tell you why we, today's episode, we're going to be talking about relapse and, um, I recently had a relapse, um, and uh Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's a little sorry. Right. This is uncomfortable, my man. Yeah, but it, like it's uh okay, dude.
0: It's okay.
1: But um we have to, right? Like I have to do this. This is part of, you know, who we say we are and accountability and honesty and um Men of integrity, you know. Men of integrity. And we um I so what's funny is you and I have talked about this phenomenon and then we'll get into the rest of it but um, you know obviously it sucks obviously it's a bummer obviously I had over a year of clean continuous clean time and all that jazz and obviously the goal is to not use drugs or alcohol and it's no good for me and it could be scary dangerous all that but what's interesting um is that one of the big things that was like in the back of my head, and and you and I have talked about this is like, oh man, the podcast. Um yep. because we we feel this responsibility to our listeners uh of like honesty and integrity and you know, in my head the shitty committee's like Oh that motherfucker had a relapse. Why he shouldn't have a podcast about recovery. He he fucking relapsed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and so and along with that comes the uh you know I I've, I've told this isn't news to, you know, most of the people in my close circle, you included, but um to do it on this platform, it's like something I had to do, you know. Um and yeah, so that's uh that's where we're at and i'm and i'm proud that that we're doing this and uh yeah this episode of the rude dude pod is brought to you by our good friends over at fair oaks arborist do you have a tree leaning a little too far or maybe a little too close to your house worry no more our friends over at fair oaks arborist have you covered They cover all aspects of hazard tree removal from directional felling to technical rigging and more. They do it all. Trimming or pruning issues? You guessed it, they cover that too. Whether it's to make that eyesore of a tree more aesthetically pleasing or simply keep encroaching branches off your house, the Fair Oaks Arborist has you covered. They also use spikeless climbing techniques to provide the best service and avoid damaging your trees. Unsure if a tree should be removed, give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for an assessment. They are tree risk assessment and ISA certified and, of course, licensed and insured. The owner, Scott, is a great friend of ours, and he's a stand-up guy who will give you an honest quote and deliver exceptional service. Give Fair Oaks Arborist a call for any and all tree-related needs you may have at 916-259-5408. That's 916-259-5408. Two five nine five four zero eight, or reach out at www.fairoaksarborist.com We'd like to thank Scott Shaw from the bottom of our hearts
0: for his support of the Rude Dude Pod. And now back to the show. Well, dude, I'm super proud of you for um, mustering up the courage to talk about it. Um, because and you know you know the funniest thing right like is what so 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 we have a slip right and and these things these things happen these things happen right it it's not ideal um it's definitely not the goal um for people like Henry and I um for all the normies listening like like oh hey i made it 2 years and i slipped up and then i made it fucking 6 years and i slipped up and then i i did this and i slipped up um that's not the goal the goal is you know complete abstinence but but sometimes this shit happens um, but i think the most beautiful thing about what you said or one of them at least was how you said man the podcast right <laughs> like like and and, mm. and and it was the podcast that held you accountable right i mean i mean i think that i think that's kind of funny and beautiful in the same way dude because it shows that inside you knew that fuck dude this was a mistake this why am i doing this and and i'm I actually am this fucking person that I that I that I claim to be not only to my immediate circle, um, but to the people who listen to this podcast. So I think it's I think it's very brave, man. Um, I'm I'm not mad at you. Um, Everybody around you knows and who knows loves you and isn't mad at you. Um, And I know how easy it can be. Right. I mean, I only had a a small relapse in, in the first three months of my sobriety, but it but it but it can happen quick. Um, you know, shit can pile up, or you can just yeah. get the case of the fuckets. Um, I do have a question for you, though, dude. Okay. Um, what do you think? Because I'm just curious, right? Because you know, I what I got like five and a half years now, or some five years, whatever the fuck. Um, where do you think you? What do you think you missed? Um, and what I mean by that is, is were there were there some telltale signs? Um, things you were kind of um, neglecting, um, that maybe there were some red flags in there that you just kind of refused to see or you saw them and then just, you know, kind of pushed them aside. Um, because I because I always believe that a relapse, is it's a process, right? Like it's a process. Like it takes time. Like usually, you know, people can sit there and say, like, Oh man, you just got the case of the fuck. It's like, no, dude, not for people like like, like, like you and I, and You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're in recovery, yeah. off and on for like five, six years, you know, ten years, whatever the fuck it may be, like, dude, you consciously think about that. Um, so what What were the little red flags, dude? Just so we can, I can get some insight. Maybe the people can get some insight. So if they have anybody in recovery around them, they can maybe be like, oh, hey, that's kind of an odd behavior.
1: Well, here's what's funny about it. It's it's a tale as old as time. And when you're around the rooms long enough, you'll hear all this shit. And it sounds like people talking out of their ass. And it sounds like, They say it just to say it, and this, that, and the third. But literally, it is 2 plus 2 equals 4. You stop going to meetings, you stop calling your sponsor, and you relapse. Mm -hmm. And it's a little more complicated than that, but it's pretty much as simple as that. And I will tell you, the one thing that when I do it well, I do good and obviously don't use, and when I don't do it, it is not good for me... And that's basically uh, a step two, which is reaching out, right? Um, A higher power, which a higher power can be the group, my support group, um, you know, group of addicts or uh, all that jazz. So a group of drunks, God, higher power. (laughs) Um, So like when I'm doing well, and something's burning me up, which uh, I just did this yesterday. So I was fired up about something, right? And guess what I did? I called every motherfucker that I could think of until someone picks up. And I was I'm serial calling. I don't if you don't answer, I'm probably not gonna. Pick up when you call me back because I'm calling until if my ass is on fire I'm calling until someone puts it out. So I called like four or five people in a row that didn't answer and finally somebody answered. I'm dude I'm fucking spinning out because this (laughs) that and the third and I need to talk to you about it right now and and then and I just get it off my chest right and and then um and that's when I'm when I'm doing that I'm doing well I'm doing good I'm 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 using the things I learned in the program. And and here's the bottom line, man. When before I made the decision to use, I sat by myself in my truck thinking about it for about an hour in a fucking parking lot, literally just sitting there. And I knew what to do. I knew the answer. Call my buddy Cameron, call call uh my boy uh Randall Brown, call anybody. Anybody would have talked me off that ledge. Happily, somebody would have come met me, told me to come over, brought me to coffee. I know fucking 10 people who would have stopped whatever they were doing to help me through that situation. But I chose not to use them. And why did I choose not to use them? Because I wanted to drink and get fucked up. Because on that particular day, I decided that I didn't want to be God's strongest soldier anymore. And I didn't deserve this shit. Woe is me. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. No one has it as bad as I do. Um, I don't like the way I feel, and I know how to fix it. Um, I got real, like, well, normal people, when their feelings get hurted, they're allowed to drink, and I want to be allowed to drink. Um, (laughs) And I chose not to use the tools that i have because i know how to fix it that's the thing and that's what makes it harder and that's what makes it suck is i know how to do it and i you you never want to hear someone who says i know too much because then you know that means they uh you can't teach them shit but i do know i could have avoided it if i wanted to but i didn't want to um and you know the uh The good part is we quickly found out that, uh, it's not good for me. And I reestablished the fact that I'm definitely still an alcoholic. I reestablished the fact that if I do it for a day or two, I will do it in the morning and then I'll do it all day. Um, it wasn't long. It was like four, four or five days, but, uh, boy, I got right back into it. Um, And then I felt like a whole heaping pile of dog shit after for like the next week. Um, And I noticed things about myself, man, that mentally since, you know, weeks after for a a couple weeks or more after where I'm like. In my head, I'm anxious, I'm, I'm worried about something and I'm like, this is out of character for me. I don't normally worry about this kind of stuff. I don't normally let this kind of stuff bother me. I'm going through a situation right now that is bothering the absolute fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I have to think and I talked to my sponsor about it last night. That's right. I went to two meetings and called my sponsor. Dude. I talked to my sponsor about it last night and he was like and he like he wouldn't drop dick on me and tell me I was being an idiot and I was like Say sponsor stuff and tell me what to do, and he's like, "Well, man, listen. Usually, when I'm spinning out and I'm all in my head and I'm thinking fucky thoughts, it's because I'm not doing enough for my recovery. It's because I'm not in that shit fixing it. Because when I used to do drugs, I used to take my medicine. It was my drugs that was fixing my problems, right? Or so I thought. And now I'm in recovery, and recovery is my medicine. I take that to fix my fucked up thoughts now. So if you're not taking your medicine," you're eventually gonna slip and fall and have a fucking issue and explode and whatever else. So, we're refocusing on recovery.
0: Well, good, dude. And and that's a there's a lot in there to unpack. Um but Yeah, I just
1: got got after. Hey, it. <laughs> no,
0: dude, dude. It feels good though, right? You feel better, right? Um Absolutely. Yeah, dude, um that I think the funniest shit is, dude. It is a tale as old as time. And if anybody who list is listening to this, if you've been in the rooms, um, that is a, a fucking tale as old as time. You hear it, and it sounds stupid when you, you know, hear I, it. Right? you like, oh dude, sure, dude, I thought we were sure, dude. I but it's you see it all the fucking time, dude. So um, God's on. It, it, you man. literally see it all the time. People be coming to fucking meetings, they're, they got the steps, they're coming up they're, they're taking service positions and and then and then and, 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 you know they're, they're, they're doing the whole thing and then all of a sudden dude, you see him every once in a while and then all of a sudden you don't see him at all and then you ask around and you go, well, what the fuck happened to Jimbo dude? And be like, oh man yeah, he went out, man. I mean who knows how he's doing? I've seen it with people I've known personally. Um, they just decided to oh, stop yeah. going to meetings. They got it, you know, I got it figured out, right? Like, like it got it figured out. Um, and dude, there's one guy that I used to go to meetings with all the time when I was getting sober. I saw him the other day, dude. He looked like a fucking rock lobster, dude. His, his face was fucking puffed up. Like I'm not, the not, good not the good kind dude. And like just puffed up, <laughs> uh, red as shit. Uh, uh, just, I mean, I mean, you know what, you know what I'm talking about. Um, And it's just like it's just like, dude, you are you having fun, bro? Because you look like shit. Um, but but yeah, dude, and and that's what it comes down to, right? Um, for people
1: that and relationships,
0: yeah, dude, and and it
1: couples, men and women, or you know, however you however you swing, fucking have have, like like Randall Brown says, I'm an emotional relapse. So I get my feelings hurt, and I'm going straight to the dope man's. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. And that's, dude. That's how it goes, right? And that's me too. Yeah.
1: And mo- it's most people. That's our medicine. That's how we fix our problems. That's all we know. Yeah. You know, oh, my, my feelings
0: hurt. I need to take my medicine. You know, I think the interesting part about that is how you, uh, how you, when you described sitting there and like and like thinking about it, right? Like and and just and just you know refusing to do what had. It was had gotten, too late at that. Yeah, point, Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean. There, there's a thing called like mental relapsing right like like you, right. you already made the decision you, you just were a little there was just one little th- i hadn't followed through <laughs> yet but the decision was there oh, the decision was made um and dude i mean uh, i i'm just glad that you're back dude um i'm just glad that you're back i'm glad that you're doing what got you where you are now you know all the way up until this point um yeah, i i'm a firm believer that yeah we start over right like like okay, yeah, you may have like fucking twenty days or something like that, um, but everything that you learned up until this point doesn't go away, right? Like, like, right. like, like that doesn't that doesn't go away. Like, like, um, you know, you, 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 that sober time that you had. Um, you know, just because it's not consecutive doesn't mean that it was stripped away from you forever, and now you're you're just this blacklisted person because you had a slip. Like, no, dude, there there was there was five years of sobriety before there was one year of sobriety, and now there's twenty days of sobriety. You know what I mean? Like, dude, there's there's levels to this shit. Um, there's you know, and this stuff this stuff happens to the strongest of fucking people too. I really wanna I really wanna highlight this. Um, my sponsor. Um, quick little story. Um, he was an attorney in Nebraska. Okay um and he was drinking like a fucking fish and doing all this crazy shit and the the partners were getting ready to fire him and he was like well fuck that you're not firing me i'm gonna move to california so he took all the money that he had when he moved to california and he bought the san juan club which is a bar out here right he, so so his his uh, drunk alcohol the one
1: that's a or i won't give the end of the story yeah yeah so oh oh wait 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 no the san juan club I know san juan club yep yep, yep yep yep.
0: you know which one i'm talking about right there by sunset liquor bro uh we've been we've been there a few times
1: getting turnt with Aunt <laughs>
0: Mom, <shout> out. <laughs> but anyways dude so so in his alcoholic mind right he said he said no one can tell me i can't fucking drink if i own the fucking bar right well long story short his wife oh. long story long story short his wife it, that eventually didn't go well um his wife was threatening to leave. No, yeah. you don't say. No, no, no. So then his wife threatened to leave him. He got sober. Well, well, he was coming across some hard times. Um, his his son got uh, diagnosed with autism and shit like that. And one day he's just behind the bar. He's been sober for seven years at this time. Um, and somebody just goes, "Hey, this drink doesn't taste right." And and usually he was what he tells me he goes he goes I would I would just tell the bartender whoever was working to make them another drink well
1: dump it make yeah. A new one. yeah
0: what what he did is he he grabbed it and he took a sip and then he went on a fucking run for Uh-oh. like for like fucking four or five months right like like th- mm. this is because he consciously did it and 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 it's just it just shows how insidious this whole thing really is right like out in the parking lot doing push ups. Yeah, man. And that's another fucking cheesy line, but it's so true because, dude. It's true. It's man. true, dude. There is this. that
1: th- Our addiction, our disease is waiting in the back of our head for us to slip or have a, a scary thought or, you know, any little opportunity it can take.
0: It happens to me all the time, dude. It happens to me all the time. Like, like and, and I've said it on this podcast multiple times. Like, anybody who tells you that they don't have those thoughts is full of fucking shit. Um, and I'll tell the, I'll tell you that to your fucking face. I'm that I'm that serious about that. If you don't, if you're not roaming around, you know they they're not as frequent as you know they were in my first right. year of sobriety. But but dude, they happen. They happen. You know, I mean, having a hard day and be like, goddamn, dude, like this, that, and th- whatever the fuck I'm thinking. You know.
1: Um, well, and that's what's so important too is that people with time, especially. Share things like that, honestly, so that people who are newer and don't have an experience, as much experience and are like, damn, I'm a piece of shit. Why am I still thinking about that? No, you're not. That's normal. That's what addict brains do. They think about getting high. That's what alcoholic brains do. They think about getting drunk. It's not abnormal. It's not weird. And you shouldn't be ashamed because that we carve those ruts in our brain for 10, 20, 30 years plus. Yep. You know, and that's it's natural. It's not weird. And if when people are honest about it, it helps other people be honest and it helps other people realize, okay, I don't have to be upset with myself, I don't have to be concerned. And, you know, a huge policy of mine is fucking tell on yourself. If I have a thought, and obviously I didn't fucking follow it, but (laughs) if I have a thought where I'm like, ooh, I shouldn't tell anybody about that, it probably means I should tell anybody tell somebody, you know.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, dude, and you can you know what type of thought that is by the way that it feels, right? Like the way that it feels inside, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Um like like I told Ash what was it uh since I'm we're being honest about this, right? Like it's just like, you know, um this is for everybody, right? Um what was it? There's been like a bottle of vodka in my garage for like fucking three years, right, or something like that. Two years. What? Yeah. The fuck? For, what is wrong with you, for Ashley, right? For Ashley, she decided she wanted to have a drink every now and then. Um, I didn't even know where the fuck it was. Um, and then I saw it one day. Um, and then dude, it, it's mm-hmm. funny every time you go out to the garage, right? Like, like it's like it's like sitting there staring at me. Right, like, 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 yeah. like, like, it's like, it's like, hey, man, what you doing in here? Like, like, if I, if he could, like, if he could talk to me, he'd be like, hey, dude, what's going on? Hey, old oh, pal. Hey, man, I, hey, look, I'm not New Amsterdam. I'm a little more expensive. I, I bet you, I taste better. Let's
1: have one for all time's sake, pal. Come on, dude. Let's go see how. Let's do it for the Gibber. <laughs> Look here, see? I'm not going to hurt you this time. I promise. It'll be
0: different this time. Hey, listen to Henry. He's doing, he's doing totally fine. Uh fuck.
1: <laughs> Vodka's a 50s gangster. Do it for the Gipper, dude.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Come on, pal, it's your old friend <laughs> It's your old Pan Bot Command, dude. Let's go get a Gatorade throw it in there and tell everybody that there's nothing in it. Um anyways <laughs> fucking uh anyways I uh I eventually No one will smell it. <laughs> no one will even know, dude. You'll stop answering your phone, you'll just drive around like a crazy person, and it'll all be fine. Oh, but fuck, dude. Um anyways I, I ended up <laughs> I ended up fucking, you know, just telling Ashley's like, Hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta pour that fucking bottle out, right? Like because something it, it, it kept catch it kept getting my attention and it shouldn't have gotten my attention is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. Like like I shouldn't be walking into the garage and, and all of a sudden, in the corner of my eye, I'm looking at the bottle of vodka that's hidden behind 1,200 fucking things.
1: Now, all of a sudden, you're making extra trips to the garage and shit. Yeah, I got
0: to go check up on it. And, you know, I got to go talk to it and tell it no. And, you know, all this crazy shit. Like, Dude, well, when we're
1: like working our program and being honest with ourselves, that's what we do. Like, I went on a vacation with my family um, a few years back. I'm pretty early in my recovery. And we went into the. We all had like separate hotel rooms or we was at this resort, some shit. And I walk into my hotel room. There's a bottle of wine in there. And I didn't want to drink it and I didn't want to drink. But I was like, I don't fucking need this in here in case shit goes sideways, whatever. I have a bad day, whatever. whatever. I just don't need this in here. I picked the bottle of wine up, walked it over my sister's room. I said, leave this in your room. I don't need this in my room. You know, um, and I want to take this moment to remind everyone what we always say, and what is like hugely important and worth repeating is that we are not perfect, no one's perfect, but uh, we aren't perfect, and all this stuff we talk about is stuff that we learned that has helped us that we try to practice and we're passing it along because we wanted to help other people so please don't put me on this pedestal if you do not that you do but or judge me because well henry said he was i don't i don't work the best program of recovery i'll be fucking honest right now i know i i know a few things about it and i practice a lot of them but as far as strictly like in a recovery program. I don't necessarily have the strongest program. What I do has a lot to do with me mentally and how I do it. And let's be honest, maybe I do need to work to stricter program because obviously something wasn't fucking working. And now I'm headed back in that direction. Um, but I say all that to say, you know, we, we don't claim perfection. We're, we're never going to be perfect at any of this shit. Um, we're just, a couple of dudes that want to share some things we learn and maybe hopefully help a few other people along the way. That's our single goal is that somebody hears something that they can use and learn and take with them or have a laugh, have a smile, get a minute away from your life. What, However, this podcast can help you. That is our only goal that we could Take a little pressure off you. Maybe teach you something. Make you laugh. It that that is the the one and only goal of this podcast.
0: Absolutely, dude. And I'm glad you said that, right? Um, and it's the age old saying, right? Practice over perfection. Like 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 I the the shit I'm telling you about with the with a vodka bottle for for any you know newer so- sober people or anything like that, um, dude, that was four months ago, right? I have five years of sobriety. So that 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 that's where that's where that that's where that that's where I'm at right and 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 none of us are ever going to work a perfect program um and and by no means do I want to say I want to say this right now because I think it's very fucking important um I hope that anybody listening to this and if you've been a dedicated listener um doesn't lose any respect for Henry actually I think the exact opposite um, is going to happen. I think there's going to be an abundance of respect for you from stepping up to the fucking table and and um, and and being honest about it to everybody. Um, but I don't want anybody to 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 sit there and be like, oh, well, this guy's just full of shit. He just fucking relapsed. Well, well, dude, dude, it, it happens. And he's he he sat here and he's told everybody on air, opened up to everybody, admitted where he went wrong, has sat here and is sitting here and still having an active conversation about how we can avoid it. Um, how is he going to get better? And, and, and what does that mean for the podcast moving forward and how we're, it's just going to keep getting better and better. So I really wanted to put that out there because I don't want people to judge you harshly, even though in the world, that's our default these days. Um, because anybody who's actually working in active program and, and if you're listening to this, you're, I know you're probably not going to do that because, because dude, you, we all know how frequent this this shit is and how how it can happen so fast, um. So I really wanted to I really wanted to say that, dude. So that and if anybody comes at you sideways, you send them to me, dude. Um, uh, Cameron okay. Joe Pesci will come out, dude. I'll start clipping. I'll start clipping <laughs> fools, bro.
1: Well, I I appreciate that, and uh, you know it reminds me of another RB exclusive, which is um he he says. I don't need to collect evidence. I'll let you go out and co- collect the evidence. And then when you come back, I'll ask you, how how was it? Was it any different? Am I missing anything? He tells this story a lot where he, uh, he relapsed and he came back to a meeting and somebody went, Hey, Randall, how was it? Was it good? <laughs> Am I missing out? Was it better? I mean, if I'm missing out, maybe I should go back to it. Did you have a good time? And he was like, you motherfucker, I'm so pissed. But... The guy was just saying, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm staying clean if but if it's better, if it changed since I left the game, you know, maybe I'll hop back in." And the moral of the story is it does not. It does not get better, and I can tell you, you so you all don't have to try it. You can learn from my mistakes. Guess what? I'm still a fucking addict. I can still overdo it. I still want more, 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 and I can still make stupid fucking decisions when I'm when I'm drunk. So, I'll tell you right now, And the other thing that I think is really important to point out is relapse can happen. It doesn't have to, but we are not saying, and we are not fucking saying, "Oh, if you feel like it, just go have a drink. It's not a big deal. It is a fucking big deal. I am grateful and blessed to have been able to make it back. Um, a lot of us don't make it back, especially, um, addicts, alcoholics can, can die too from a relapse. You get drunk as fuck, you go smash into a pole or worse, kill somebody. And that's your last, you know what I mean? It's over. And, uh, especially for, um, you know, heroin users that can get some fentanyl, like one use can kill you. And people don't believe when we say that. I've heard stories of many people um, who they try to go use one more time after five or ten years and and they die. So, we are by no means saying, it's no big deal, just go do it. Don't fucking do it. And here's the other reason why. Because you release the phenomenon of craving. And while we're being honest, I didn't just relapse that one four-day period. I relapsed again like a week or two after that. And... Here's why. So one of the things that they say in the rooms is it's easier to stay or just stay. Um, And I'll tell you why. Because when you have three years or when you have a year and a half, you have this beautiful, coveted achievement to hang on to. Um, And you haven't tasted your drug of choice in a year and a half, three years, five years, however long. And you don't remember, you don't really need it. It's not part of your routine. You have all this clean time that you've coveted and saved. And, you know, it's this amazing thing. But when you have one day sober, two days sober, four days sober, it is a lot harder. And and you've reawoken the beast. The beast remembers what it tastes like. And the beast says, hey, bud, you only got three days. If we drink again today... You'll have three days again on Sunday. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like fuck it. We can start over down the line. We don't gotta just stay right now. It's not it's not even a big deal. Do it, like, do it for the Gipper. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guy. <laughs> <coughs> Look here, Copper. You don't want to leave the cork in that bottle. Um, <laughs> sorry, I gotta interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> um but no, like, it is easy. It is easier to stay. Because once you crack that seal, man, once you let that fucking beast out that's been doing push-ups in the parking lot, then you're fighting that thing again. Um, so, I can tell you from experience, let me let you collect evidence from me so you don't have to. You're probably still an addict or an alcoholic. You're not probably. You still are. Nothing's changed. You won't be able to control it. It won't be different this time yep. it is yep. the same shit and that's at least my story and for everyone else I've heard sometimes it takes a little longer right sometimes it's one drink one week two drinks the next week three nights the next week and then and or maybe even months I've seen but that. I've it, seen it that. gets to a point yep. where it goes it will go back
0: to what you had and worse yeah, dude i've I've seen that. Ex- I've seen both, right? And I'm super glad that you um that you said um how important this really is. By no means are we, we we trying to bring some levity to it or make it seem like it's not a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal. Um, and it, it is life or it, death. it is it is life or death, dude. These these are these are life changing decisions by deciding to end your sobriety to go use um not only does it you know send you right back to where you were because henry i'm i'm i'm, I'm just like you um you know if i if i was to drink today like like bro like I'm, I'm i'm on a fucking run it's not gonna take a month for me to get back to where i'm at it might take me fucking two days um it might it might not even take that long um but but i have seen that slow progression um, but the, the, there's the other damage that's done to it too, right? Like, like all the, uh, all the hard work you've put in, like, you know, mending the relationships and shit. And then you got it. And then, and then the trust is broken with, with, with your loved ones and, and, and all this type of shit. It's just, it's just never worth it. Right. It's just never worth it. Um, but by no means, by no means, man. This is life, this is life or fucking death shit. Henry has had fucking people die by going out and relapsing. Um, we knew one person who died like that too, right? Like, she was in and out of recovery and fucking boom, bam, dead. Um, it happens every single day. Um, and and it's just, it, it, it's just, it's sad, dude. It's sad. Um, you know, it breaks my heart that it had to happen to you. Um, but... Um, I will go back to what I said previously. Um, nothing is lost, right? Like I've lost no respect for you. Um, everything that, like I said, you getting sober a few months before me, when before I went on this journey, dude, was, was a motivation for me. Right. Like I kept looking and seeing, um, you know, oh shit, Henry, Henry's got, you know, three more months than me. I gotta, he's still sober. Fuck. I'm going to stay sober. Right. Like 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 dude, th- those are those are things in my life that helped me get to where I am today. so so it doesn't matter if, if you had a slip up or anything to me. it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter, dude, because I know who you are as a person, I know what you're doing, and I knew kind of what the fuck was going on, and sometimes, dude, like you know like you said, dude, you 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 fed the beast, bro, um, that Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. So I do have one more question for you it it it, it, it was it was fast, right? Like it was, it was like you were just right back on your shit, like nothing changed?
1: Um, I think I drank a half pint the first, well, I think I bought a fifth, I drank half one night.
0: I think is not a good start.
1: (laughs) No, I bought a fifth, I drank half one night, which to Normies is probably a lot. But to us, it's, you know, that's a mild night. Yeah, yeah. And then I drank the other half the next night, and then I think I dr- drank another bottle. or And then I started going to the bar the third night and really tearing it off. Um, is that a phrase? Do, do people say that? Uh, I've um, never heard it. But... And, and really got after it. And then I drank all day Saturday... Um, First thing in the morning, really got after it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Woo. Really got after it. And then Sunday, dude, I w- laid on the couch all day long and I couldn't even keep my eyes open. I kept falling asleep. Um, and uh, Kristen was out of town at this point, so and then she came back on Sunday and she knew something was up, and so I had to, I, I told her, um, and uh, yeah, man. It it. Uh, it was
0: right where it was. Uh, yeah, you, you don't even got to get in, in, yeah. in, into it anymore. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I mean, it just, it, you know.
1: I can do that, though. I'll just drink, like, you know, half a pint the first night. My little just, you know, no big deal. But, boy, give it two, three days, and I'm fucking running.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I'm just super fucking, dude, I, I, I'm super grateful that you're back, dude. I'm super grateful that you're yeah. back, dude.
1: Because- well, and I'm actually glad that we got delayed a couple weeks because, um, you know, that brain fog I was talking about, I have even more clarity of mind because it takes time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I truly, you can tell, I mean, 30 days, a 30-day rehab is not enough because your brain just barely starts getting clear after 30 days. Maybe. Um, And most importantly, when we had it first scheduled, I had not picked up a white key tag yet or you know the 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 uh is it is the aa chip white or Uh, coin it's
0: just like it's just a 24-hour chip
1: just for today 24-hour yeah um and so i have done that now and i think that's really important man because um it's you it's me humbling myself um my pride and ego tells me, man, I don't want these people talking about me. I don't want people to know I relapse. I don't want, you know, but it gives people the opportunity to know that, um, you're struggling and your friends to reach out to you or ask about you or maybe check on you more. Um, and it get, it, it humbles you, which is always a good thing. Um, and it's, uh, It's also a good sign for other people in the meeting um, because what if someone else relapsed and they were afraid to pick it up and they were like, oh man, Henry, Henry had like time, you know, Henry's been around for a while and I can't believe he just picked up a white key tag, whatever it is. And, and, you know, it might help one person. Um, It might, it might mean something to somebody. And, and like I said, humbling myself and getting over that, oh, everybody's going to be talking about me, whatever. Because I don't give a fuck, man. The people who mind don't matter. The people who matter don't mind. If you judge me for coming to a meeting and collecting a white key tag after I relapsed, then you obviously haven't been fucking paying attention to what the fuck we do around here. Exactly, dude. Um, so, yeah. I have now picked it up, and, you know, I feel a lot better about that. Because um, it, it's this weird symbolic thing of, like... My relapse can't be officially over, and my journey to recovery can't be official, in my opinion, until I pick up that key tag or that twenty-four hour chip and say, "Hey, I fucked up. I'm back. I appreciate you guys for being here." Yep. Like, you know, if you're my buddy, maybe check on me a little more often now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. You, and you do that at the group, the group level, right? Like, it's, it, mm-hmm. it's all fine and it's all fine and well to tell everybody else, but, but that's like going to the community. It's like you know the best way i could describe it it's like if you were going to like a, a fucking country club right and you golfed every sunday um, you know and you go down there and you and you and you tell everybody at face value right there vulnerable being honest and 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 i like the way that you twisted that that hey you know oh, hey henry had a bunch of time and look he fucking relapsed he just picked up a white key tag well 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 what you did there dude and 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 you kind of do it without even knowing that you're doing it but that's the beauty of the program is you're showing those people who who may be on off like fresh off a relapse or somebody having a hard time what you do when you do relapse right like yeah
1: and that it's okay and that it's okay and, and Look, look
0: here hey i'm i'm here i'm i'm not i'm not freaking out i'm back everybody's fucking here look look people aren't fucking gawking at me going oh, "Henry fucking relapsed. What a fucking huge piece of shit." Uh-huh. Um n- n- nothing like that is happening. You know what I mean? Like 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 here we are and I'm back on the fucking grind because
1: And you see people get up and give me a fucking hu- exactly, hug. Exactly. A bunch dude, of people it, get yeah, up and give me exactly. a hug and you go, "Oh wow." Okay. Yeah. So you it's, okay. It, it's and, okay and people still love him. Yeah. And there this is uh, this brings us to another one of those platitudes keep coming back. Yep. And that's one of those things where you can you can Say it and hear it and repeat it and not even think about it and not even realize what it means. But what it means is keep fucking coming back. No matter if you relapse, no matter if you're having a hard day, no matter if you're doing great, no matter what, keep coming back. Yep. And most importantly, if you relapse, keep coming back. Because if you're alive and you're breathing, you got
0: a chance. Yep, yep, yep. And then, dude, uh, I guess there's 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 one more thing, right? Uh, okay. What was... Uh, I heard this in a, in a, in a great meeting. Uh, this dude was talking about how he had a substantial amount of time and then he relapsed. Um, and he said that sobriety ruined drinking for him. Yes. Um, he said, he said, he said it was never the same, um, after he had substantial amounts of sobriety. Um, I've asked a few other people who have gone out, um, and are still out if that's true. Um, is that true for you? And this isn't. Some of my questions are kind of open ended, like me asking you, um, you know, were you back on your bullshit? And hey, is it true that like it's not fun anymore? By no means, like I, am not thinking about relapsing. Everybody's like, gonna here. I'm gonna be getting a bunch of phone calls after this episode. But, like, Cam, are you okay, bro? Like, fucking, you got vodka bottles. Well, if you to ever
1: you? let me answer your fucking question, you probably
0: won't want to relapse. <laughs> anyway, so yes, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me finish it with. It's not the same, is it? Um,
1: a head full of, a belly full of liquor and a head full of recovery. Don't mix. It's not the same, man. Um, whatever that feeling that you get of euphoria from, from drinking, it's so short and temporary and even it, it, the high is never as high. It doesn't feel as good. And, you know, I kind of alluded to this earlier But I have to say that not so much the physical feeling of the hangover, which also is terrible and fucking sucks and is very undesirable, but the mental part, man. So what I've curated over these years of recovery is this confident uh, person who isn't worried about what other people think because he knows he's doing right by himself and others and knows who he is, is happy to be who he is, is comfortable being who he is, so on so forth. What I turn back into mentally after I relapse is this, ooh, I don't know, are people looking at me? Oh, I don't, what am I thinking? Ooh, this is scary. Oh, oh, I'm anxious. Oh, what's going on? This person that I'm not anymore, this person yeah. that I no longer am, um, and it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. It, it's like I, I i'm just like this isn't me this isn't because i've become this whole new version of myself that i really like and enjoy and that person goes right away and i turn back into this scared shriveling little fucking ugh, and it, yeah it's just not fun dude like it's very momentarily fun if at all but the general consensus is that oh yeah now i don't want to go to the gym now i I hate everything. Everything sucks ten times worse. I don't want to work. I don't fucking. I can't deal with this. I hate this fucking traffic. I hate that this lady is slowing down to one mile per hour to fucking turn right at a green light. I hate that. No matter what, I don't know what I'm talking yeah, dude, about. I'm furious but, just um, thinking about it. Everything, you know, is just worse. Like, and and that's me. That's for me. Like, I the quality of my life is so much better. Of this person who doesn't make a habit of drinking or doesn't drink at all, and is clean and clear of mind and sound of decision and always comfortable being himself and never, not never unsure of myself, but you know what I mean, more confident because I don't have this weird hangxiety going on.
0: Yeah, dude, I feel like I feel like um, there's like it's like that fucking cartoon um, shit with like the devil on is a little angel on your shoulders, you know what i mean? Like mm-hmm. like i feel like i feel like that's what it is, right? Like like i feel like yeah, you could you can drink away to where like you know your mind doesn't really think about it, but then you wake up in the morning and and you're just you're just getting hammered with fucking i shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be doing this. What the fuck am i doing? Fuck, this fucking sucks. Oh, i fucked up. Ba ba da ba da ba da ba and then you go and you drink again and, yeah. and and it's just that cycle. And like you like you like you said um the mental part of it, um, you can miss me with that, bro. Um, that, that whole, that whole piece of feeling how I felt mentally when I was drinking towards the tail end. And even after my little one day slip up that I had, um, is enough to keep me sober still to this day. Right. Like, 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 bro, Mm -hmm. I can't have that shit, dude. I can't have it. I just, I just mentally like, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Right? Like 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 you said, like you're just you're hating life, right? Like it took like five days and you're like you're like everything that you are and who you have become is now dwindling away and you're just transformed back into this shrivelly fucking miserable nutsack of a person who, who just wants to drink yeah. and run away from everything. Um it's mm-hmm. just dude, yeah, yeah, you, I And hide from people yes, and yeah, not call my friends no. and be sneaky and lie yeah. and fib nope. and all this, everything that comes along with it's yucky. Oh, dude, it's just—it's just not who we are anymore, man. It's just not who we are anymore, and that's okay. That's okay, dude. And and the greatest thing about this is that you are cognizant of it. You see it. You just said it yeah. very fucking clear as day, right? Like like everything that you've just said is boom. Hey, I I fucking actually had a terrible time, um, and and here's what I'm doing to 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 fix it. So. Um, I'm super fucking... Zero out of ten would not recommend it. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Yeah, so if you're on the fence, man, anybody listening, um... um, Don't do it. Don't call somebody. Don't do it. Call us, man. Reach reach out to us. Um, send us a message, man. Like, like, seriously, like, no shit. If you're having a hard time, um, I, I can promise you that H- H- yeah, and Yeah, you
1: don't know who to talk to? Yeah. Hit us up. Dude,
0: I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll gladly talk to you. I, I, I don't give a fuck. Um, you know, because sometimes we all just need someone to just shoot the shit with for a second um instead of sitting here and playing the fucking the horrible movie um imagination movie in our mind uh, the shitty committee yeah dude and then you can sit there and talk yourself into doing something that could in turn kill you um so this is this is very Well
1: important. and I think this is brings up a great point for all of our normie listeners which is the same principle applies to you whether you drink or use or not and that is If you're in your head about something spinning out, and this motherfucker this, and this motherfucker that, and what should I do, and da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba, get out of there immediately and call your best friend. Call someone you trust. Call someone that you know isn't going to spill your shit and talk to them about it. Because that is what humans are designed to do. We're not designed to solve these fucking problems by ourselves because we can't. Because when you're inside of it, You can't see the outside of the tornado when you're sitting in the eye you can't dissect which way you need to move when you're in the middle of the tornado like you need someone with an outside perspective to be like hey did you ever think of oh shit I didn't even think of that or hey uh, you're tripping I'm sorry but like you're kind of tripping or even someone to be like yeah you know you're you're justified I see why you're mad and what I might do is XYZ like reach out to somebody man don't don't sit in your shit by yourself it's a
0: problem shared is a problem cut in half exactly dude and another thing too and then we can we can close on this i think this has been a fucking fantastic episode and it feels great um but um for anybody who is a maybe married to an addict or an alcoholic or a family member or like a sibling (coughs) or something like that um pay attention to those signs. You know what I mean? If, if you've been there like, a, you know, Ashley, Ashley saw me in active addiction and has seen me in recovery. Um, so, you know, if, if your loved one has been going to meetings fucking, you know, once a week or, you know, twice a month or whatever the hell their routine is, and then all of a sudden, you know, that stops or it starts decreasing and then you're starting to see wild, wacky behaviors, um, sit down and have a conversation with them. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, is something bugging you? I've noticed that we're you haven't been in meetings. Like, like you know... of the time, there's probably something going on, you know, and, 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 and I know it from me personally, I'm probably just afraid to talk about it, right? Like, like, hey, like, fuck, I'm having a hard time. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this, that and that, and I don't want to burden you with it. Um, A small conversation like that could 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 change, you know, the trajectory and maybe avoid um, something like this happening. Um, Or, or it can't, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, like we said earlier, in, in the episode, um, you know, sometimes dude, those decisions are are made like it was a premeditated relapse, right? Like, like that shit is fucking already, it's already set in stone. Well,
1: and God bless Kristen on this aspect of it because she she's been like for a while. Like, you should go to your meeting. You haven't been to a meeting in a while. Don't you think you should go? What an angel! And she is, dude, I swear it. And on the other side of it, though, I think for for um family members or boyfriend, girlfriend, significant others of people in recovery. uh, If you notice them not going to meetings or not being themselves, ask them if they're okay. And if they don't want to talk about it with you, that's okay too. Because sometimes it's hard for addicts to talk about addict things with non-addicts. So be they might want to talk to you, but also we have to be cognizant of like that accepting of them of like, if I was to say, you know, there is, but I don't know you, you might not. I don't really want to talk to you about it. It's not a mean way. It's because it's hard for people who are not addicts or alcoholics to understand sometimes. And what you do at at that point is, well, Hey, will you call Cameron? Cause I think you should talk to Cameron about it. You should, this is what Kristen does. Did you, did you talk to Brandon? Did you talk to Cameron? Like, uh, and she likes just, you know, I go to the gym with my buddy Brandon. Brandon's in recovery. Yep. And, you know, like they say, all it takes is two addicts to have a meeting. So Brandon and I go to the gym, and we talk through our shit, man. We get it out. We talk about what's been going on with us, and it's like a little mini meeting. Yep. And as long as I'm with somebody in my reco- uh, my recovery group, what the fuck's the name? Little circle. My, uh, my circle. You know, I'm I'm. That's part of my recovery. I'm getting my shit out. I'm talking about it. I'm exercising it. You know, letting it go, uh, working through it. So
0: yeah, dude, that's very important. It might
1: not always be you, partners and family, but it just needs to be somebody. It doesn't have to be you. Yeah,
0: and even just even just bringing it to attention, though, right? You know what I mean? Because sometimes sometimes, dude, like people like like us, like we might not even notice that we're doing it, right? Like we're just trying to fucking, hey, I'm 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 just kind of chugging along. I'm in fucking you know cruise control. Um, so yeah, don't take offense if, if they don't want to talk about you. Cause yeah, dude, there's been plenty of things, um, on top of plenty of things that, um, I've said in the rooms and to my sponsor that I haven't talked to my wife about, right? <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, or, or, I mean, I, and we
1: have to have, and that. I have to like, have that.
0: That's, it just... that's, 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 that's what makes it anonymous, right? Like that's a place for us to go and to do this. So yeah, great point, man. Great point. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this, bro? I think it's been great. Um, I I I love you very much, dude, and I'm super proud of you for doing this, dude. I, my my respect level is like through the fucking roof because you fucking you you muster up the courage. You sat here. There's no shame in your voice, um, and and you've 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 owned it, and um, and you've told everybody the plan. Um, and if anybody's got a problem with it, they can suck my fucking dick, dude. Um, uh, so, so, so there's that, bro. Well,
1: I would amend it and say,
0: take the suck at the my very dick beginning, out. <laughs>
1: no, okay. I would amend it and say, suck your dick from the back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that in the beginning there was some shame in my voice. Um, but there no longer is. And I have to say, man, this is the beauty of, meetings and particularly this podcast because this what we just did is cathartic for me man i feel better talking about it letting it out like i feel fucking better you can't live with this shit in your heart in your mind in your head and and be okay like you have to let this shit out and i i appreciate you you know for the love and for but to me it's there was no option there was never no. a where I'm just not telling them like there that wasn't on the table it was just kind of a matter of when because you know secrets keep us sick and all that jazz like I can't I couldn't go on with a podcast like this and not be honest like I can't and and we've talked about this man uh, well, you and I have both been in a few situations other than relapse where we're like Man, I had an episode about boundaries, and I got i now I have to set a boundary. I have to do it because I set it on the podcast, and who the fuck am I to talk about boundaries if I don't set them for myself, which is really fucking cool no, man I think It's awesome We feel this responsibility to our listeners and to be who we say we are and do what we say we do and practice the things we preach um
0: and that's pretty fucking cool, man, dude, I think it's fucking beautiful and um shit dude i just lost what the fuck i was gonna say um oh this is what i was gonna say dude um for for the normies right like like you know how you said this is cathartic and how it feels good like bro bro i feel i feel fantastic right like like and i wasn't even the one sitting here um (laughs) i wasn't even the one sitting here you know letting all that shit out right like but for all the normies out there Um, you ever wonder what goes on in a conversation between two addicts or two alcoholics 99% of the time or something like this? This is kind of what it is. It just doesn't sound like this in a podcast form format. Um, this is how it's done. This is, this, this is what recovery looks like, right? This is, this is, this is a piece of it. And when Henry says this, you know, when you call somebody and you, and you give them a call and, and they, they, they talk to you and you guys bounce shit off each other, um, you, you're, you're listening to it right now. Henry and I haven't had it made a cut or a pause on this fucking podcast. This has all been yeah. one take on a phone call that has been going on for one hour and ten minutes. Okay? So, so th- yeah. this is and the example not, of how to do it. If not
1: one person
0: listened to it, it would still be good enough for us. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And I think that's right where we fucking cap this off, bro. I think that's fantastic.
1: Thank you, thank you, Cameron, and thank you everyone who's listening for letting me share and letting me be honest and hopefully not judging me. And if you did, um, I guess we'll never—you'll never listen again—and and, and uh, fuck off. I hope you get pink eye from actual poop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, dude, I'll I'll ship Rudy to you, dude. He'll gladly lick you in the eye with his fucking shit tongue. Ship a little Rudy poo. Oh God, dude.
1: No, I don't mean that. I mean, if you feel a certain type of way about me, man, I guess I'm I'm just not for you. That's okay. And that is okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get back at it. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna be better. And you know, I'm just gonna get back on the fucking horse because that's all I can do. There's nothing else to do. That's you know. That's it. It, we don't sulk we don't cry we don't whine we just fucking get back to it all i guess i am i have to be god's strongest soldier and <laughs> he's just gonna keep dropping dick on me and i'm just gonna live life on life's terms right, and uh right. you know no excuses but i y- you know cameron i have been going through some some tough shit that at some point we will get into on the podcast yeah. for sure um but now is not the time because uh Some things are not for certain, and there are people that I have to tell before I tell tens and tens. (laughs) Our Belgian, our
0: Belgian is dude, dude. They're they're salivating, wondering what 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 this news could be, bro.
1: And I feel like we refer to the Belgian as a he a lot, and it could absolutely be a woman. So if you're a woman.
0: Or however, however, but you could how, be a little bit cool. However, we're happy to have however you identify, right? Yeah, yeah, we're we're cool with with.
1: Dude, we haven't gotten any new countries lately.
0: No, and that's kind of a bummer. No, dude, it is, but it's okay, dude, because this episode is going to bring in um, every country on the planet, dude. So, um, world, w- known. world known, dude. But yeah, man, it's it's it, it's great, dude. It's great, it's great. So I will. Um, Let's let's finish this with a quick one, dude. Um, what's your song of the week, bro? Oh, bud. Just give me one. I'm gonna give you a cheesy ass one, dude. The song. You- well, you go first. All right. I was listening to it, and I think it's fitting. Um, Drive by Incubus. Ooh, that's a good one. What
1: did I put on this morning that I had to hear? Um, um, dude, it was a banger too
0: it's not a it's not better it's not better than drive by incubus
1: no that's a good one um well you know incubus holds a few of my favorite lines of all time some of of the the coolest lines ever put in music and i'll drop them to you right now um in the song are you in they have one time they say, it's so much better when seafoam green is in fashion. <laughs> it's
0: so, like what? Who thinks of that? It's so random and goofy and fantastic. Dude, that band is so good, dude. So good. We're, we're showing it. Um, and
1: here. then also the line in Interstellar that... The whole song is that I'm going to take you to outer space so that you can see how it feels to be inside of you.
0: Yeah, dude. Oil and water has a lot of good, oil and water's got good ones for when I was in toxic relationships. Yeah, Incubus is fucking fire, dude. Um, We got
1: to shout out my homeboy Blair because uh, he and I went to the Incubus concert together.
0: And it was super rad. Yeah, dude, I used to have, like, all their fucking CDs, and then my fucking CD case got stolen out of my car. I was super pissed. Like, I'm talking, like, back, like, CD f- case. No, no, I'm talking, like, way, ba- way back, way back in the day. We and were talking, way ba- I know. Like, Fungus, I know, like, but fungus what a Among thing. Us, like, all my shit, dude. Like, I was pissed. Dude, did you have the 12 by 12 four-wide book? Bro, I had the fucking Webster Dictionary, bro. I had I had it all, dude. <laughs> ah, I had the fucking...
1: That was so dangerous. We're just flipping through a dictionary dude, looking for dude, a CD dude, while we're driving.
0: <laughs> dude, the fact that I didn't fucking crash the Focus like fucking 7,000 times, dude. I got fucking cigarettes out oh, my mouth. Oh, you are in a stick shift. I was in a stick shift. <laughs> shift changing CDs. This is before they had the cell phone law. I'd be sitting there talking on my fucking brick Nokia phone, fucking driving drunk, <laughs> sticking... Oh, fucking stoned. <laughs> (laughs) Smoking a cigarette, (laughs) looking for a CD. Jesus. Driving down Winding Way, fucking not even knowing who I am because I just smoked a blunt fucking five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Those were the days. Anyways, all right. We've been rambling. On on. the way home,
1: I had a yearning for um, giving you up. I don't know who's saying, because I'm giving you up like i did that marble i said i'm giving you up same way i did the whiskey on ice cameron Marlowe. that's a good jam okay there's my song
0: okay, okay. i like it i'm gonna listen to that i don't think i've ever heard it so it's a good jam dude all right dude i'll give my spiel dude um spiel it give us a follow on spotify um five spotify. five stars would be super sweet um, a follow, and, I, I mean, a like and a share would be even cooler, dude. Uh, Tell a friend privately yeah. if you don't want to put it on your Facebook. Yeah. Send it
1: by via message. Be like, hey, message. you know
0: what? You look like you want to chuckle with some guys who talk about cool shit. Listen to these guys. They're awesome. Um, Word. Word. Shout out to our Belgian! You are dedicated as hell. I we still see that you are listening. Um, we love you. I'm no longer mad at you. Um, it, Appreciate it, it's, you. O- Ooh, it's okay. No longer nope, mad. I'm not. I have no more resentments towards the Belgian. Um, it's okay if you want to stay anonymous. Um, but okay. but but I see. <laughs> I I I'm still secretly mad. But but yes. Um, thank you for listening. Um, Henry, thank you again for for being so fucking vulnerable and being honest and transparent. I appreciate the shit out of it. Um, check out our merch. Um, the link will be in the um, show notes. Um, there is some cool shit in there, and I know that inflation is out of control. And you're not
1: purchasing it, so obviously you don't care about us. Yeah,
0: you obviously don't want the podcast to grow, and that's the thing. So if you're just listening, you're just listening, which we appreciate. Um, but if you, you re- obviously
1: don't want people. To get our message of hope and help yeah. and love.
0: Yeah. We, you obviously don't care about the world if you're not buying a no ouchie boy. Um, so. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, give us a follow on Instagram at rude dude pod. Uh, rude dude pod, all one word, all lowercase. Um, I will. F- I'm
1: about to send young Sketchhead the belly ring a, a no a ouchie. Dude, boy. dude, you're
0: also going to have to send me, Sketchhead, and Michael all our goddamn shirts. <laughs> I know I'm actually about to do that when we pop you off. You better dude cuz I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you accountable. Um anyways, um I will finish it like I always do, bro. I I love you, dude.
1: I love you, Kim, and remember, be yourself and fuck what they think.
0: <laughs> Later, dude. see with the music I'm, here, Eagle I'm on a puppy, then boy.
1: Lyric was alright. right Oh, no